Kia and welcome to a, another episode of Get a Job and Get Healthy with Costas Enterprises. I am your host, Alex Costas, and I just want to say a huge, 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 huge thank you to everyone that listens. Um, I just hit uh, 1,100 listens, um, which is still shocking to me, given that, you know, this podcast has only been going sort of a year. Um... Today's episode, we are going to go over, well, like like the episode title, um, let's talk about debt, baby. Let's talk about basically my debt, um, and you know the good parts and bad parts of what I've been doing the last year and uh, getting closer and closer to paying off debt. So this is going to be, you know, there's probably going to be a little bit of personal stuff in here that I'm going to share with you guys uh, over my feelings around what I've been doing and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I, I hope it doesn't get too deep, too emotional. Um, but at the same time, uh, I also hope to uh, put another piece of this out on a on my blog. Um, I have recently just added my first blog post since October, which was uh, regarding last week's, uh, or sorry, two weeks ago's episode of the 52-week cooking challenge. Um, <coughs> sorry, I do still have a bit of a cold and a bit of a cough, unfortunately. So, yeah, I, I put the first post up since October last year, and that is at costasenterprises.business.blog. Um, which you can check out if you want. Uh, you can also check out my Instagram, uh, at the Kiwi Don. Um, also email me, uh, doncostas at gmail.com. Uh, that's D-O-N for Nike, C-O-S-T-A-S at gmail.com. And yeah, um, so those are all my, my deets. Check my deets, as they say. Uh, the young, the young kids these days. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay, um, so let's get into the fun part, uh, talking about debt. So as of today, um, I have basically um, almost paid off all of one of my huge debts, uh, probably the biggest amount of debt I had uh, at one time, um, and that was a loan of about $26,000. Um, I acquired this loan, uh, it was a debt consolidation loan, um, uh, before that I was paying, you know, things like MasterCard, uh, credit cards, which I'd maxed out, um, at about sort of $2,000 to $5,000. Uh, I was paying off a, a GE money loan, um, for a TV that I decided to buy after a trip to the States, which I maxed out at about $6,000 because I started using it as a daily card don't do that. Uh, in fact, try to get off credit cards altogether if you can. Um, not good. Um, and then I'd also gone to the States twice. Uh, one of those, I was paying off a debt of around about 10 grand that I borrowed from the bank. And that was sitting at about, I believe, close to $8,000. And then I also went again to the States uh, sort of three years later um, and racked up another 10k to 12k debt um also had debt owing to friends um and also my mum uh, at the time 
And all of that equaled around about $26,000 total. Um, sorry, sorry, let me clarify. It equaled about 24000 and then I got an extra two grand because I was planning on moving out um, when I came back. Um, and so when I came back from my trip, um, I decided to consolidate all my loans, get everything all in, in order, pay everything off. Um, and, and the process was a lot simpler than I thought it was going to be. Um, now, during this time, um, of course, we had COVID, we had lockdown, we had all that sort of fun stuff. And my car actually broke down, so I had to buy a brand new car. Um, I, when I say brand new, I mean second hand, but for me, it was brand new. Um, and that was about another eight grand on there. Um, now, I've talked about previously that I've paid that car off. That's, that's you know, there was a $5,000 debt from Turner's um, that I paid. Uh, and I did that in less than a year. Uh, in fact, within sort of close to sort of eight months and I paid it all off, uh, I did get a helping hand from selling some of my dad's cameras, um, specifically one camera I, I sold couple of cameras and got about a thousand dollars put that straight on the car within the first sort of couple of days of uh getting the car um so that took that debt down to about four thousand and of course paying it off earlier means no interest and all that sort of stuff now of course um the reason why i'm talking about this today is is next my next pay which will be two weeks away um is my last payment for my big loan of twenty six thousand um, I do still have a little bit of debt as well. I still owe mum uh, for her part of giving me money towards the car, uh, which was at the time it was about an extra three thousand. So altogether the car was eight thousand, um, and so I've been paying a little bit off each each sort of fortnight to her, but primarily I've been trying to to knock out this other debt. Um, <clears throat> Now, I am actually paying my big debt off. Um, the car debt was a separate loan, um, uh, not from the bank, that was from Turners themselves. Uh, and, and I knocked that out pretty quickly. So so that 5000 was done a um, couple, of, couple of months ago. Um, so I was pretty happy with that. Um, so just under the, the 12 months. So that shocked me because I was expecting to sort of, you know, have to pay it off as well, like everything else. And the reason why this is all such a big milestone to me uh, is this will be the first time, once once I pay off mum, it'll be the very first time I've been debt-free in about 20 years. Um, <clears throat> debt has been a very big part of my life. Uh, it has been, at times, crushing debt. And it, it's been hard, um, you know, wanting to go out, do all the things that I want to do, uh, wanting to travel... And having to borrow money off friends or borrow money off mum uh, in order to do the things that I wanted to do and then end up having to pay that back um, or borrow from the bank so I can go overseas. Um, I now know that that is a bad thing to do. <laughs> I have learnt my lesson. Um, and yeah, I, I'm working on my best uh, to try and start building my own money Um part of the reason why I started everything else that's that's why I started the the blog that's why I started the passive income streams it's the reason why I'm paying what I'm paying uh now I I do work for a living you guys know this um I do work for the New Zealand government and I don't you know I I, I do get quite a good 
uh, screw um, or g good amount of money, um, as they say. And it's not to the point where I'm going to be like, oh, I'm the richest ever and, you know, I make what I should. I probably should make more. Um, and that's me personally. I should have put more work in, more heart in this, and tried to, you know, reach the top of my 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 tier that's that's all on me and i will take accountability for that <clears throat> but what i have started doing is i've been paying a lot more and in this last year i calculated i've paid off uh around about i paid off about eighteen thousand dollars off my loan so eighteen thousand out of 26 means i'm still a good i'm supposed to pay off this this debt um was supposed to be completely paid off by December this year um and you know it's about it's been about a three-year haul um I was originally paying sort of 350 a week I'm uh, sorry 350 a fortnight and that was the base minimum um and I did that for a little bit while I was paying everything else off and then I increased it to 450 as soon as I could um and that started dropping it quite significantly like you know I would look at it and I would see it go at like 20k and I was like oh my god 20k then, oh my God, 18K, oh my God, 15K, oh my God. And so this last, this last couple of months, uh, probably for the last about six months, I've been putting about 800 a fortnight on. So I, I make an extra payment of 350, um, taking me to basically 800 off the pay every fortnight, uh, 800 off the loan every fortnight. And, you know, just when you're looking at the debt and it's that much at the time, you think, God, 800 is not going to do a fucking thing. But actually, just that extra $20, that extra $30 just can help you so much more. Like it's exactly what they say. So in these in these self help books, in these financial books, they would talk about compound interest, and effectively that is what I'm doing, but in the way of paying off my debt. I'm doing it the opposite way. So by putting a regular payment of more than what I'm supposed to, I am taking out that interest that's going to hit me later. Um, and I've seen that's what I've noticed as well is as I've been making my payments, I've seen. <laughs> I've seen the dates change from when I'm supposed to pay it all off because my bank does sort of say, hey, look, this is when the payment has been changed. This is when you'll be able to do this. Uh, this was all revolutionary because before you had to go into the office in order to pay any lump sum. Um, and they updated it so that you can just do it through your app. And that has been the easiest thing they could have done and the best thing they could have done to make sure that people can pay it off now i get why they wouldn't want to pay it off because they want the interest um but when my bank did that and they told me i was like okay i i kind of have to and it did start as me just putting an extra hundred dollars every so often or 200 when i was able to um one thing i did start doing is when i started selling things um i started putting those payments off other debts. So for first off, I wanted to, uh, after listening to sort of David Ramsey's book, he says, first thing you do before you do anything else, get rid of the debt, no matter what it is. Take, pick one of your debts, pick your biggest debt, pick your smallest debt, pay it off. Then whatever you're paying off, put onto the other debt, put onto the other debt. And my partner helped me with that as well. She was like, look, you need to start doing this. Um, 
uh, one of the biggest, uh, so I've talked before about the, the five love languages, um, how instrumental that book was in me and my partner building our relationship and strengthening it. Well, something that was going to break it was exactly this debt that I accumulated. It wasn't that she was angry with me for having debt. It was more that I decided to take out more debt. So when I went for my second trip to the States um, and I took out an extra loan of you know $12,000 and she was like, you, you don't, you're, you're, you're still paying off. You don't need the other debt. And I was in a really bad place mentally. Um, and I thought I needed this trip to sort of shake me up. And in a way it did. Um, <clears throat> this was the, my trip to New York. And yeah, it did, it did shake me up. It did change me. For the better, um, in some respects, and also for the worse in, in some of the respects. But, you know, it put me more in debt. But at the same time... It was a nice way to be in debt, if that makes sense. Um, probably not, but <laughs> um, I, knowing now what I know and the hardships that I've been through to try and get rid of this debt and try to reduce it, I would, I would take it all back. Of course, I would make sure I don't do those sorts of things, and if I did, I would make sure I have money first. So I don't plan to be going trips to anywhere anytime soon without having the money first rather than borrowing the money that's what I mean by saying I wouldn't do it again like I would try to if I could go back to my younger self and say look pay off that debt start saving uh, that I would do that in a heartbeat in a heartbeat um, I also told me to lose some weight and you know stick with it but you know we do what we can we do what we can but generally, um, <clears throat> paying off the debt has been hard, I'm not going to lie. Um, at times, it's sort of right at the start, it felt very fruitless, um, that no matter what I was doing, I wasn't even getting close to it, um, that I would never pay it off by the time. And, you know, as I said, I lived in debt for 20-odd years since I started my my actual career um, I was in debt uh, I borrowed money I had other loans I would buy things I wouldn't save I would you know all of my money was gone I would live payday to payday sometimes payday to the day after payday and then I would be broke the rest of the time <laughs> to be fair that still happens now a little bit but not to the same degree that I was <clears throat> So how did I do it? How did I how did I manage to get myself out? Well, um, as I said, I had some very very great help with, you know, a lot of people. Now, a lot of people have have told me, "Bro, you need to get your money sorted." Um, I was too stubborn to listen, um, and. Because it was my money and I earned it, I thought it was my money, I could do whatever I want. It took me having to basically not hit rock bottom, but get pretty fucking low. Um, 
for me to start realizing I, I need to start doing something about this. Like, and it came to things like, you know, I was living with my mum for a long time. I was, you know, in a relationship with someone and we could never have time together. Um, and if we did, you know, she would pay, I wouldn't pay. And I felt horrible about that. And I thought, I need to start sorting this shit out. I need to start sorting this. Um, I want to be able to pay for things in the relationship. I want to be able to pay, you know, I, I don't want to have to pay her back a hundred a week for a date that I had the idea for, for example. Uh, now that didn't happen, but you know what I mean. It's that sort of, I, I was going that way and I didn't want to go that way. So yeah, that was um, part of the reason why I decided to start sorting my shit out, basically. And a lot of that um, came down to getting assistance and help from my partner. Um, she told me that I could do it, and I believed her. Um, I started paying little bit by little bit by little bit, um, and... I know at the start of the episode, I started talking about how I sort of paid off 18000 in one, one year off this one debt. And that, that is correct. But when you look at it totally, I actually ended up paying about close to 23000 which is almost, almost the entirety of what I had to pay, the debt, uh, because of the fact that I also had the car that I had to buy as well. And when you look at it, like, you know, bit by bit by bit, it's actually probably more closer to 24000 because of, you know, the money that I paid um, my mum as well for what she gave me off the car as well. So, yeah, a uh, little bit by little bit by little bit is how I started. Um, and, you know, it took me moving out, going to a different place, trying to budget that and working out that it was actually going to cost me less than what I was paying my mum at the time uh, for everything to be able to actually survive. Um, you know, I was paying pretty pretty hefty rent with her and that wasn't inclusive of food and power and all that sort of thing. So I, you know, ended up paying quite a bit more and it got pretty, pretty full on. Um, and then when I finally moved out, I noticed that my rent and stuff started to significantly drop and I was actually able to start putting a little bit more on. That's when I started sort of increasing the 450 instead of three 330, which is what they originally wanted me to pay. And so by doing that, I um, just knocked off about, I mean, basically by me increasing it by that extra 100, I, well, 100 and, what, 70, um, I was knocking off thousands of dollars of extra debt. Um, when I originally went for the loan, they said that at the end I would be paying close to you know eighteen percent uh, to twenty four percent after the first year, and it was going to be very very full on. Like we're talking at least an extra maybe ten k in interest if I'd let it pass and I ended up paying it back by the original date at the minimum amount. Now, I wanted to pay, when I went in for the actual debt consolidation um, loan, 
the process was, as I said, it was quite easy. Um, I just had to get, you know, confirmation of who I owed debt to. And then once they gave me the money, um, I, had, I had to go through a vetting process, of course, as you always do. Um, I explained my circumstances. They said, look, we we do want to help you. Um, and this is my own personal bank as well, the one that I've been been with since I've been a child. So I didn't shop around for debt consolidation loans. Um, I did get calls from places like G Money or Gem or whatever you want to call them, whatever they decide to call themselves now, uh, saying, hey, do you want to... We'll take care of your debt consolidation. <coughs> Sorry. And it was going to cost something stupid like... 24% from the start and you know I was at that point where I was actually f seriously considering it because I thought if I don't get from my bank then I'm not going to get anything um, and so yeah I mean I, I I managed to get it from the bank and they said look we'll pay it off you've got to provide evidence that you've paid it and they have to give you verification and they included things like my family debt and all that sort of stuff as well um, so that was that was really, really helpful. And the whole process took about maybe one to one and a half months uh, for me to do. And then I paid everyone off. Um, I was, at the start, finding it quite hard to manage, uh, given with the rent and all that sort of stuff as well, which is when I moved out. And then even when I'd moved out, I'd um, found it a little bit hard also um, to pay off extra uh, but anytime I did have extra extra money like at least sort of close to well the first time I, I ended up getting like an extra thousand and I put that on the loan um, this is sorry not the same thousand that I put on the car this is actually on the loan itself uh, in the first sort of year every time uh, so every year we get a pay increase uh, for our government jobs well we did until like recently um, and we would get back pay uh, for a couple of months. And, you know, on paper, it seems like it's quite a bit that you get paid. But, you know, when it comes into your hand, it's only close to like 700, 800. So I put an extra, like, you know, 300 from my <clears throat> my pay that I had um, and put a 1,000 on when that money came in. And, you know, during that time, I really wanted to buy, like, you know, the latest whiz-bang sort of thing that comes out. Um, and I always have that. Um, it always happens around about the time that the that I get my pay. You know, maybe a new console will come out and I want to play it. Um, or there'll be, maybe I want a new phone or I want a new computer or something. And I, for the last sort of couple of years, I've used that money to pay off my debt, to reduce my debt. But before that, I would be like, right, time to get a new phone i've had my phone for like two years it's starting to die yada, yada, yada. the phone that i'm using now is the samsung s7 edge so as you can imagine they're up to the s21 now and i've had this phone for about four years um i did I, again that was another thing that i bought on credit um and it took me two years to pay that off um i did pay it off pretty quickly um but i'm doing that with two degrees they have been amazing and fantastic. And if you are in New Zealand and you do need a mobile network, I would say seriously consider going to two degrees uh, unless you've had a bad experience with them because they've been really, really good for me. Um, and so, yeah, I, I ended up paying off my, my Samsung. Um, and at the time, I bought it when it was brand new. Um, 
I upgraded, basically, uh, quite significantly upgraded. And now the phone is starting to get a bit crappy um, and it's starting to die, but then I use it quite significantly every day. Um, it's not like it's left, you know, I, I, I don't underuse it, let's put it that way. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's, uh, as I said, a lot of things were paying off other things and paying off other things like when I bought my when I bought my uh, TV I originally did that because when I came back from the states the first time I basically had um, some US cash which I got converted ended up being about 800 900 dollars and I was like oh I want to buy a new PlayStation 4 because uh, the PS PS4 Pro had come out and I knew I had enough for it um, and that was my first time buying a brand new version of a console, um, apart from the Wii, which we don't talk about the Wii because no one uses the Wii anymore. But I had a, um, I'd never had a PS4 before that. My friends had, and I was still rocking the PS3. I usually get, <clears throat> when the console comes out, I usually get the console after that, when that next one comes in. Um, so, as for example, with the PS5, like I would love to get a PS5 now, but being realistic, um, I will probably wait until the PS5 Pro comes out in a couple of years, being realistic. Um, <clears throat> and I'm okay with that because, you know, everything that I use in the PS4 Pro is still pretty bloody fantastic. Um, you know, I play a little bit of Fortnite and that is, you know, it, it runs fine, let's put it that way. Um, but as always, I want the latest thing and, you know, I've learned to not have to get it and it's okay to wait. Um, and same with phones. So I am looking at a new phone, as I've just said. Um, and even though the S21 is out now, I'm actually I'm actually considering getting an S20 Ultra. Um, so last year's model. And the reason for that is, one, the price. And two, the Ultra will do everything that I want it to. Um, I want to start being able to YouTube YouTube content um, and vlogs and do these sort of podcasts as a video cast as well um, and and basically build that following as well <clears throat> so do look for that um, at some point in time but that will be probably a couple more months away and yeah so that's the uh, general general plan of doing that but after learning of what I've done before where I've paid things off. Like Afterpay is another thing. Stay away from Afterpay. Um, yes, it's tempting to have everything pay off in four weeks, and usually it is fine, but it's those off weeks when you don't get paid. Like for me, I get paid fortnightly. If I don't have that money in my account, then it defaults, and I get charged an extra $25. And given that I get paid fortnightly... <clears throat> I've done afterpay a couple of times for different things, and sometimes it's worked. Don't get me wrong. Like like when I had a Christmas jersey that I had to buy because we were having Christmas at the races, and it was coming from England, Boho, um, Australia, I think it was, but it actually turned out to be England, and no one else was selling them my size, and didn't really have any cool ones, and they weren't going to get there in time. Boho, I got it from them for like something stupid like $25 I mean the delivery fee was more expensive and I used Afterpay for that because at the time I only had you know 20 odd dollars um, and it was only going to cost me like $15 to start off with and then in four weeks time I'd be able to pay it off 
So I did that. In those sort of instances, you know, I can use Afterpay because I had a little bit of extra money coming in the next pay that I could use to pay it off. And that's what I try to do now. I try to pay everything off straight away. I don't try to go for the longer and let the, the money accrue slowly over. Um, I basically want to pay everything off quicker, faster, easier. Um, and that that is pretty much how I managed to take out the huge amount of 26000 um sorry, 24000 that I've paid this last year is because I've done exactly that. I... As I said, I was paying 800 on my loan, and then I was paying mum, and then I was paying my other one. So I was left with about, you know, I'm going to be honest, I was left with about one to $200 um, after rent, food, all that sort of thing came out. And one of the things I did do is, um, when I first started this podcast, I was living in a place in Mapuia uh, with my neighbours um, from mum's place. It sounds really weird, um, but I was I was flatting with them. And it was amazing. I loved it. It was a great place. Um, beautiful view. It wasn't cheap. Um, not going to lie. But at the same time, it was quite good. It was quite central. We got into lockdown, so we didn't have to go anywhere. So we saved quite a bit of money there during that time. Um, but then when we moved out, I came to move in with my partner here. Um, so we've been here almost almost a year together. Um, and the rent is significantly less. Um like it's inclusive of power it's inclusive of internet and it's 160 dollars a week which is just let's be honest it's crazy that's a that's such a small price for a place in brooklyn in wellington like wellington is one of the 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 most expensive for flats at the moment and yeah it was just really really surprising to get it and it, you know to be I, I do have my own room here like I have I, I finally feel like I have my own room and my own space um which is fantastic um it's not only been great for me financially it's been great for me physically it's been great for me mentally um yeah really really fantastic um but because I was doing that me and my partner decided to that what we're going to do is we each pay for a week of rent and food that week. So, you know, when I was paying close to, you know, to 460 just for the rent and then food was an extra 200 per week or 150 per week and then, you know, all my other debts. <clears throat> now I was paying, you know, 500 and then that was it. You know, it's like 500 for everything. And that covers both of our rents for thing and our food because we you know we live close to the markets we can go to the markets on sunday get like farmer's market sorry and get very little from the supermarket so we're living cheaper we're we're taking our food from home uh we're cooking a lot more um as as you guys know i'm now cooking a lot more as well um and that sort of thing's been really really cool uh to to, to sort of take that on so yeah i um That is pretty much how I started to, to reduce the debt. Um, and going forward, I will... <clears throat> I've got a couple of things that I'm going to do. Um, as I said, my next pay, I've only got like a 200, 260 bucks left. That's all I've got to pay. 
and then that huge debt that I had, the loan is gone. I then have to pay off my mum, the rest, which will be, let's be realistic, it's going to be another two pays. Then what I plan to do is actually save sort of $1,000 as an emergency fund. And after that $1,000 has been saved, then I will look at putting aside money for my phone that I want. So if my phone can last out another, let's be real, another two months, three months, then I'm okay. I'm good. I'm Gucci. So yeah, it's it's going to be good. Um, I now, I will also increase, so for, for those that don't know, I also have a state service retirement scheme, which is, it came in before KiwiSaver, and KiwiSaver has been something that a lot of Kiwis do get, and what it is, it's basically, um, for your, for my American listeners, it's kind of like our 401k, uh, but it's a government, government one that government puts in money, and your employer puts in money. And um, they will match you, not dollar for dollar, but up to about 3%. So you can put in 3%, they'll put in 3%. Um, and yeah, it's it's not a lot of money, but you know, if you start it early enough, then over time it compounds and you can choose, do you want it to be aggressive? Do you want it to be passive, balanced, conservative? And it, it, there are portfolios that you can go into that you can change, change up. So at the moment, mine's currently 3%. Now, the reason it's 3% is when me and my partner went into a a sort of a mortgage broker, we were looking at a house and we were like, oh, I wonder if we could do this. And when he saw my debt, he was like, right, well, you know, part of the the motivation for me wanting to get rid of this debt is because he turned around and said, look, at the moment, based on what it is that you've got, based on your money, I can lend you this. And then I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. He goes, but because of your debt, we can actually only lend you this. And I'm not going to lie, it was literally 100000 um was taken off. Even though at that time, I only had about 19000 in that debt. Now, this is before I had the car. Um, this is sort of like just on the cusp of me starting to do it, knowing that I was going to pay it off quicker. Um, and so... Just seeing the impact of the oh sorry it wasn't nineteen thousand it was about it was about seventeen thousand when I had it and him just going look we can only lend you this and me going wait that's a hundred thousand and I've only got a debt of that and by the time I get it that debt will be gone so he's like look that's what we can do so yeah I, I I've I've told my partner that I don't want to get a house until I've paid off my debt at least get a bit of capital, Uh, but one of the things I am going to do, starting this week, um, I'm going to contact our our HR department, and I'm going to increase my voluntary um, up to 10%, so 10% of my salary will start going into my retirement fund, so that I can use that money to buy a house, so over here you can use your, you can take out your retirement um, fund if you get sick, uh, like to the point like you're terminally sick uh, if you are going to be a, if you're a first home buyer um, <coughs> or when you retire or when you turn 50 and you're going to retire so at this stage I'm like okay I've got another 20 years until I turn <coughs> well okay another 11 years until I turn 50 um, I kind of want a house sooner rather than later 
Um, and that will be the goal, is basically take that money out. That money will be used as a deposit for buying our first house. And me and my partner will both put in, and we will try to pay off that house within 10 years. That's the that's the goal. So that we actually have a home, we have a place to stay. Um, and then your KiwiSaver will stay there the whole time. So even if I take the money out, there's still a 1000 in there. And then it just starts building up. So I will, of course, transfer everything into an aggressive fund and just try to build it, build it, build it, build it so that by the time I do decide to retire, anything that is in there is extra money that I can take out. And to give you an example of how amazing the KiwiSaver is, um, my mother, when she turned sort of 60, she was putting aside $20. Now, KiwiSaver can be taken out when you turn 65. Um, she put in $20 every week, just $20, the base minimum, because she was a you know beneficiary and a New Zealand super. So $20 has now turned over the last sort of maybe 10 years into seventeen dollars to $18,000. And that's on a small, that's on a balance. That's not even on, a, that's not even on an aggressive so for those people that are listening to this podcast that are not sure whether or not they should get into a retirement scheme, they're, they're sort of wondering, that example right there shows you that the compounding of interest that comes with you just putting aside just $20, turning into close to $18,000 is shocking. And if you start young, if you start sort of, even even at even at twenty, even at twenty five, even at thirty, every little bit that you put in will grow. That is the whole point of compound interest, which, as I said, all of the books talk about compound this, compound this, compound this, all compound interest. So if you take nothing else away from this podcast today, reduce your debt quick while you're reducing your debt join a 401k or a if you're a kiwi kiwi saver um, you can't get into the state service retirement scheme anymore unfortunately but if you have the opportunity to opt in opt in um, if you have, if you have the opportunity to voluntarily put money in yourself do that Work with what it is that you've got, okay? I'm not a financial planner. I won't be doing a budget for you, but take a look at your circumstances. How much debt are you paying? How much money are you getting? Can you save any of it over and atop what you need to pay for everything else? Like, I, I had to do that. I had to go through a budget, decide what I was going to do, how was I going to pay this, how was I going to do this, <clears throat> and I stuck to it. I asked my friends, can you help me with this? I need to help. I need, because I was useless with my money, as you guys can obviously tell from being in debt as much as I am. Now, I know I'm not in as much debt as others, like people that are students that have like, you know, student loans of like 50K. I never got a student loan. Had I had the opportunity, I probably would have gotten a student loan and I would still be in the same predicament I'm in. In fact, probably deeper in. So 
if you take nothing else away, start paying off that debt. Pick a debt. Pick any, if, if you've got four or five debts, think about consolidating them. Like, literally, think about it. If you can't, then pick the smallest one, pay it. Or pick the biggest one and pay it. One of the two. Don't go for the middles. Don't go a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. Like, pay your, pay, if you have to pick one, pay your minimums on the other. Or if you can, increase them by $20 each. Just that little bit extra. You know, even $5 extra is will help you in the long run. If you can make it $100, perfect. But being realistic, if you've got like four debts and you can't consolidate them, just, you know, do what you can. But don't put yourself in hardship. Because, as I said, at the end of every every week, I have about $100. Now, that includes things like petrol and all that sort of stuff. And that $100 doesn't go far. It, it, it goes pretty quick, you know. So I put myself in hardship to pay off my debt quicker. I'm not suggesting people do that. But I wanted to pay mine off so that I can get a home, so that I can start saving, so that I can get rid of this debt from my life. Would I do it again? If I had to, hells yes. I wish I'd done it years before. I wish I had woke myself up with what I needed to. Um, I hope you guys learn from my experiences. I hope you guys take to what I've talked about and go, you know what? Yeah, I am going to pay off that debt. Or if you don't have debt, think about investing. Um I've talked about passive income. Uh, part of the reason I did the passive income was exactly for this reason, because I had spare time and thought, how can I reduce my debt more? What can I do? I started selling things on TradeMe that I don't use anymore. I started selling things on passive income through things like Teespring and all that sort of stuff. All of that happened because of this, because I had crumbling debt and decided I need to sell it. I need to get rid of everything. I need to get better, basically. So, learn from my mistakes. Um, now, you'll hear some books be like, oh, debt can be good for you. Yes, debt can be good for you. If you can control it. I don't know about you, but I know myself, and I can't control myself around debt. Um, so for me, I don't want that anymore. I want to get out of debt. Um, and once I do pay off this main thing, I am going to start building up my other accounts that I've got. And if you do want more reading, you can go to things like, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You can go to David Ramsey's The Money Makeover. You can go to TJ Harvey's The Millionaire Mindset. Um... TJ Harvey's Millionaire Mindset is is pretty amazing. Um, that's one where they talk about seven uh, seven bank accounts to help you build your things. David Ramsey, though, that's the one. That's the one that's all about get rid of your debt, basically. Just whatever you can do, pay it off quick. Get it out. Because as soon as you do, then you can start building. Now, David Ramsey has a system of three bank accounts. Um, TJ Harvey... Uh, has like a seven bank account one 
his is uh, more focused for the people that can control their debt. Um, David Ramsey's is all about getting you to that point where you can then start the TJ Harvey one. That's the way I look at it. Um, but yeah, ha have a look at those sorts of books. Have a look at getting rid of your own debt if you do have debt. Um, you are welcome to contact me, doncostas at gmail.com. And, you know, I can, I can, as I said, I'm not a financial planner, but you might be like, hey, bro, what do I do? I'm not exactly sure. And we can have a talk about it. That's all it is. We can have a discussion and go, right, well, which one has the worst interest? Which one, you know, there's, there's all these sorts of factors that you have to look into. Um, and all I can say is pick one. Uh, if you want, pick the biggest one. I know it's harder. And I'm not saying neglect your other ones, but what I'm saying is if you can add more to your your bigger debt and get rid of that quicker, the others will flow. And then, you know, still keep paying your other debts. Don't stop paying them. Because a lot of people do that. They go, right, well, I've got to get rid of this biggest debt. I've got to get rid of it. And, and David Ramsey does say that as well. He, he does sort of say, look, get rid of your other debts. But what I don't think... Uh, people understand is sometimes some of these people's debts are huge they're massive debts and you know there, there are things like defaults there are things like especially if you're dealing with bank debts like you don't pay and make a payment they will take your ass to court um, and then take you for everything your own so keep paying everything like if you have to reduce the rest to the, the just above the minimum do that seriously do that but yeah, I I, um, I have learned a lot, and I will keep you guys updated. Um, there'll probably be another podcast in the next couple of weeks, and I'll be like, oh my god, I've paid it off, yeah, party time! But then I have to catch myself and go, actually, no, no, not party time, because I need to pay off this, or oh, I need to do this. Like, there's a, I have written myself a, <clears throat> a sort of a plan of what I want to do, so that's that's exactly what I will do. Uh, now the giveaway is closed, um, unfortunately no one actually entered it, so when we hit 2,000 listens we will update that, um, and it will be even more stuff for you guys. Um, if you do want my services you are more than welcome to contact me, we can always talk about this. Uh, unfortunately as no one entered, that means there's no Q&A, so um, I will just have to assume that what you guys want to know about me and go from there. If you do have any questions though, please do hit me up. Uh, as I said, doncostas at gmail.com. Uh, you can read my blogs, costasenterprises.business.blog, uh, or alternatively, you can uh, contact me on at the Kiwi Don through Instagram. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn under Alexander George Nicholas Costas. Uh, so, yeah, feel free to hit me up. This has been a long one, um, and it's been a pretty real one as well. So, to all those people that have helped me um, on this journey, thank you. Um, if you are listening, I appreciate you. I really, really appreciate you. Um, I am sorry I'm so stubborn. I am sorry that it took me this long to get my shit together. To those listening, um, thank you again for listening. Like, this is a lot of ramblings here. Um, I have had to split this podcast up uh, into two, so I hope... Uh, I'm going to try and join them together, so hopefully the segments will join um, and not be backgrounds. There is a part one, uh, which I am hoping this will help, um, but until next time, as always guys, I love you.
be good and forever good luck.